This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good afternoon. We are live. I'm Ben Mercer. This is Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. Do you have an interesting item lying around your house that you'd like to learn the value of? Maybe it's an old coin, a piece of silver or gold, some statues, art, fine china, antique toys, sports memorabilia, baseball cards, autographs. Who knows what you might have? But if you want to know its real-time market value, you can get a free assessment from two experts in the world of stuff. They have found fame and fortune in uh, identifying value where other people's just don't, they don't see it, they overlook it. They are Paul Kenny and his son Bogart Kenny. Good afternoon, boys. Good afternoon. How's it going? You what kind of week it. was it for you two? Well, for Bogart, he was lifting a lot of stuff and he was busy all week. And on me, I just made money. Like this week, a uh, person sold their house and they came into uh, our shop at uh, Tron Gold Silver. And they took part of the money that they made from selling their house, and they bought 2,000 ounces of silver and 20 ounces of gold. Just a little bit of protection. I'm surprised more people Whoa, How much doing... is all that together? Wow, that's a lot of dough. Yeah, it's like 50, it's um, almost 100,000. But it's, it's just wow. a little bit of protection. You know, it's like if you hold it, and they didn't buy one of these fancy contracts where someone says they have their gold for you. They came in. To, bought, gave me money, we gave them the gold and the silver, and they took it home to a safe place. Because if you don't hold it, you don't own it. And this is very, mm. very important. And on the other side, someone who is buying a house yesterday, they brought in 1,000 silver dollars. And when you know how I always say get two quotes? Well, they went to my neighbor, and we only paid about $250 more than my neighbor did, but it was still $250 for the exact same silver. And this is, a, this is a person who says, I'm going to walk, even though that bag was really heavy, he says, I'm going to walk over and see what the other guys pay. And we paid more, and him being a smart consumer, he decided to take the higher amount. Well, they can also just say what they have, and they can, you can give a better quote. No, we'll give our quotes over the phone. We actually had the gold, silver with them. But he's, here's one person was selling their house and buying silver, and here was another person who was buying a house and selling their silver to get their down payment or whatever they were going I'm to do I'm a little confused. It. There's just a lot of silver. Just a lot of silver. But the silver and gold are real money, and we deal in real money. But we also deal in other stuff. Like I said, you know, this one I want to talk about just before um, we go on to the calls. You know, people, have you finally decided to downsize. And we have clients out there, our listeners out there, who, who finally decided to downsize. And they don't know what to do next. You know, they, well, what do we do with our 361 cookie jars? What do we do with our 416 Doltons? What do we do with our... 4,000 comic books or there's 14 projects that are unfinished in the garage. You're, you Finally, you're going to sell the house that you've been in for the last 40 years and you're going to go to a condo or something smaller or downsize and something that's easier to manage. You need people like us to help you come along and say, what do you do with the stuff? You know, they need a bit of advice. And it's not just an easy, okay, just sell it. There's different ways of selling it, you know. And like there's, we tell people they can either sell it in an auction you can sell it in a sale. You can outright just sell it outright. Or you can do it in by consignment. And there's, there's pitfalls. There's ups and downs to all of this. And this is why people should know this ahead of time. It's like with an auction, you can do it to an auction. But with an auction, you need to have two people in the room that want your item or else it might go for the minimum bid. It might be a $1,000 item and it might sell for $10 if you don't have two people bidding against each other. That's one thing. The other thing, a lot of people are... are a lot of our clients out there don't know what the fees are. Like an auction house, they say, well, oh, the auction house is giving me 80% of the value. 
but they don't realize that the auction also puts a 20% surcharge on there for administrative fees. So you're only getting 80% of if something sells for $1,000, they're getting $1,200, and you're only getting $800. And it's like the hidden fees on auctions and stuff. Or, like I said, people have to know, well, I just want to sell this stuff. Let's get rid of it. I'm, I'm moving in two weeks. i got to get rid of it. And a lot of times when that happens, you're going to get the least amount of money on it. Okay? Or not the least amount, but you've got to have someone who's willing to pay for it and take a gamble on that they can sell your stuff. Well, people just want to get rid of their stuff, and it's one of the fastest venue possible. And they're just like, okay, well, get rid of it. I don't care what price you give me. They just want to get rid of it. Well, they always say that until they get the check, and they say, that's all I got? You know? The other thing is on consignment, they get to set part of the price. This is where we have the different advice that we give people. We say sometimes uh, you can consign it. And that way, your $1,000 item, we'll put it out for $1,000. If we sell for anything less than that, we're going to tell you. Now, we take a percentage on that, but the more they get, the more we get. So you're basically saying up front, this is the percent that we're going to take. This is the potential money that you can make on it. Yes. And then there's no surprises on end. That's, people don't mind the truth as long as it's not a surprise. It's like, whoa, I didn't expect that. You know, and this yeah. is their collection. The biggest thing is that we take off is we take away their stress. We, you've decided to do it, and then you just got to kind of let go and let us handle it from there. And we tell you, like we did with this estate this week, it, it's, um, um, we come up with all the appraisals. We tell them what it's worth. We tell them which is the best venue to sell it. And with this estate here, we're going to do some through auction. Some will go be outright sale, and some, this one is divided up, will be on consignment because – you have to have the right two people in the room. If you don't get the right two people, you don't get anything for stuff. But just, I just want to bring that out because I know we're right now just taking on, a, we've just finished two big projects and we have some time to help people now. If people are thinking about downsizing, if they're thinking about doing it in the spring, right now is a good time to start the process going, okay? Time is on your side if you use it correctly. Right? So, Paul, for that person with a house full of stuff right now, you're saying, listen, I'm taking bookings. I'm looking ahead months on the road. If you're that person with a giant collection of uh, antiques or China or whatever, and you're planning to sell and move and and move out, what's the best way to contact you then? They can do it through the store, which is 905-737-4653. So that's the number to your store. That's the number to my store. Or they can just call me direct. You know, I'm at 647-298-898. I know you say I'm crazy. Can you turn off your phone right now? Can you turn off your phone before I'm turning off my yeah, no, Please can't. turn the ringer off yeah. if you're going to give your personal cell phone number. But this is a man you can trust, ladies and gentlemen. That phone is with him all the time. Yes, yes. But no, but people have... Some people will only deal with me, and I try and say, well, I, have my, I have a gem guy, and I have different experts. For, I don't know everything, but I know people who do know everything, and we try and give the best service that we can. But if they talk to me, and then I can say, I can reassure them and say, here is what this is worth, okay? And, and or I can, they can still get a hold of me through the store, but we are busy, and you have to be, have everything a little bit prepared. You have to have made your decision to, to downsize. That's the hardest part is you want to just downsize. Or, like I say, we also work for lawyers who, you know, if they need the whole estate done, we do a full service. We can do everything from appraising it, selling it, and we can sell the house. But we can do the entire process, and then you can go off and move to Florida or some other beautiful state. We're a one-stop shop. One-stop shop. Thank you. Let's point out, they can also go to your store and get in contact with you. The yeah. store is located at 10,341 Young Street. So that's on Young Street in Richmond Hill, just north of Major McKenzie. It's in a mall. You'll know the store. It has the picture of Paul and his son on the store sign. It's 10,341 Young Street. And back to what you were saying about consignment. Uh, you're saying, like, if you want to get retail dollars, you should probably, if it's a really collectible item, you should go through consignment. It's, yeah. uh, it's a time issue and a marketing issue. So if I go, oh, you wouldn't believe the movie prop I have. I have the ruby slippers from The Wizard of Oz, and I need to sell them right now. I've got two days to sell them. Well, you probably can't get top dollar, but if you no. plan ahead and can sign with you guys, then you can go after the the big the fit the the, the end user. The uh, you know the, the you'll chase the biggest dollar and find the the right buyer as opposed to another investor who's also going to look to flip it because speed is your key here. Well, that's we just actually did something just like that. A person has some Cartier from Cartier Jewelers had some China. 
and it was 18 there's like $2000 a place setting and but when if you sell it down to some place like replacements or one of these china shops in the states they were willing to give them $110 well i got them almost $900 per place setting because i had time on my side so here let's just put it online we can deal with the world we buy from toronto and sell to the world so there's a big difference between 900 and 120 and it's exactly right, if you're what desperate and you need the money now, you're in trouble, right? You're, gonna, you're not going to well, get top dollar in most cases. You're not, but, you know, sometimes it's, that's what you want, and, and we can help you that way. We can actually do the buying at that time. Uh, we, we will advise you. We'll give you all the – you know something? What we try and do is give you the options. Option A, here's what you're going to get. If you do option B with auction, it's probably going to turn out this area. Consignment's going to be this area. And now how much time – what is – we do what the client wants, and but we try and advise them what the best way to go forward is. Okay. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live this afternoon taking your calls. If you have a rare or interesting item or maybe just something you're curious about, it's value, you can call in right now. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. I'm told that Peter is our first caller. Peter, how are you? Hello. Hi, Peter. What do you have? Um, I have a... a um, silver watch my father gave it to me when I came out of the army I'm 80 odd now, it must be over 100 years old, uh, by the way um, and it's got on it, Sir John Bennett London okay. 65 Cheapside London that'll be the address, that'll probably be not the watchmaker but probably, I don't know that name it'll probably be the retailer at the time if most of these pocket watches, I know they're old and I know they've got sentimental value but um, 90% of the watches we take in today, if they're in gold cases, the gold is worth more than the watch. Be, everyone's gone electronic. Everyone wants the um, their iPhone, like Bogart's on his I iPhone. I like a classic watch. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, but this is a pocket watch. And they, they used, and you've got to remember, in 1900, everyone had a pocket watch. Some were yeah. in steel cases, silver cases, gold filled or gold. So there wasn't um, a shortage of them. And here's the other thing about collecting watches is that the watch at that time was considered um, some, something of value, always to be kept. It's almost like you, you bought your house, you had your, your uh, uh, if you had cars back in 1900, and you had your watch. It's probably the third most valuable thing in your house, and it would be something you'd pass down to your son. So a lot of them have survived. Yeah. And there are more surviving watches than there are surviving watch collectors. Can I, can I read what else it says on it? Um, There's yeah. a number 63960, and it has a silver chain on it. The chain has the hooks. It doesn't have rings. It has a long, uh, about an inch long chain on it, but it go, it's about eight inches long, the chain. Okay, your watch it chain. Make it to the Royal Observatory. Okay, your watch fob and chain will be worth probably more than your watch. They'll go, <laughs> okay. they'll go for about 120 to 140. Your watch, because it's in silver, will probably sell between seventy-five and a hundred dollars. Okay, thank you. And very do much. not fix it unless Good you day. really want to have it. Okay, thank okay. you. Bye. Thank Peter, you. Thanks for your call. Julie is our next caller. Julie, how are you? Hello. Hi. What do you have? I have something very funny. I was. Uh, I'm from Manitoba, and my husband had these things in the garage for years. And he just, I said, where did you get that tin? It's a tin sign with package of cigarettes, 10 cents, tin, 55 cents, and it's got a big green maple leaf on it. Now, what, what, what brand is, this, is the cigarettes? It's just the maple leaf. Just a maple leaf mm. on it? Mm. It's got a green leaf, oh, maple leaf cigarette tobacco. It said miles oh, yes, that's and the He's had it in there for about... 60 years. Okay. Anything to do with cigarettes and cigarette collecting, especially the early stuff and the tin signs, yeah. is going to be worth my How big is the sign? How big is it, Morris? How big is this? Uh, uh, 18 by 12. About 18 by 12. Mm. And in no pit marks, uh, like in good shape? Well, it's not too bad. No, I just found it in the garage, and I thought I'd just call you. Probably. I'm got. I even ones that they've had a lot of. I usually get at least a hundred to hundred and fifty dollars for the bottom end cigarette tobacco cigarette uh, tin signs. These are mainly were put out in um, in like variety stores and stuff like that. Now it might be a local um, brand for out west. 
which would even be better. Um, I don't know this one, but I would gladly, if you bring it into my shop, I can uh, investigate and find you a price on it. Yeah, it's been in the garage for years and years. Well, <laughs> and I said to my husband, I'm going to call the guys. And another thing is that my husband brought these uh, bicycle license from out west, Brandon, Manitoba, bicycle number 1922. Okay, being in Manitoba, that'd be an early one out there. And you can get usually being bicycle license, people collect things like that, and you'll be able to get hmm. twenty to forty dollars, fifty dollars for a small. Because people, I thank God every day I wake up for completists, I call them. The guy who's got number one, two, three, and doesn't have four, and has five and six, and needs number four. That's my best customer. And there's someone out there who wants a bicycle license from 1926 and is going to be willing to pay for it. Okay? So and the bicycle collector market is strong, too. Yes, yes. I mean, it is. It is a strong collector market for sure. Julie, thanks for your phone call. Our next caller is Gene, and Gene is in Mississauga. Gene, how are you? Oh, fine, thank you. How are you today? Fantastic. Very good. good. I have a 1928 American dime. Is that worth anything? About a dollar forty in silver. I'm sorry. Really? That's great. That's 14 times the posted value on it. Come on, that's great. What are you talking about? Oh my goodness. Okay. No, just I I was going to be a millionaire today. No, if you had something like a 1921 five cent piece from Canada. Yeah. They're worth about in bad, beat up shape where two elephants had tap dancing contests. That's how bad it is. Oh, it's still sell for $5,000, and they sell up to $75,000 for 1921. Oh, and a half dollar. We had a customer come, a client come in a couple weeks ago. He's got a 1921 half dollar. He hasn't decided to sell it yet, but they're worth in where you can barely see the image. It's still worth yeah. $25,000 to $30,000 for a 50 cent piece, 1921. Oh. Up to a quarter of a million. Oh now, my goodness! Well, so I wish I had that. You're you're seven day you're seven years away, uh-huh. and uh, and the wrong country. Oh. But, okay. Oh. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your time. I think we're missing the bigger picture here. Two elephants had a tap dancing contest. No, it just it's an expression of how oh. bad it was. Sorry. <laughs> okay. And in fairness, uh, uh, Gene, <laughs> listen, you got a dime. It cost you 10 cents or you got it accident, ac- accidentally or whatever. That's a 1,400% return if, it's, if it sells for $1.40. So great, just find 1,000 of them and you've got it made. You know, it's, it's, as an investor, it's the, the, the rate of return is important. Not just You can't be disappointed with the amount of money you get back. This is uh, Zuma Radio's Consignment Heroes. We are live until the top of the hour. If you have uh, an old heirloom that's been lying around, maybe it's an old piece of farm equipment, an old piece of advertising, maybe it's uh, collectibles, maybe you're looking to get out of the Star Wars collector business and you're wondering <laughs> what you can sell the whole lot for. Well, you can call in right now. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's one 1- 866 That's one 866 We'll be right back. The following is a paid program. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Zoomer Radio, AM 740, downtown 96.7 FM. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. In studio, Bogart Kenny and his father, Paul Kenny. They're two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada and on A&E, the show Northern Treasures. They're here today to help you identify undervalued items that might be lying around your house. Maybe it's an old antique or a piece of gold or silver, a piece of jewelry. 
Maybe you want to find out what it's worth today. Maybe it's time to part ways with it, or maybe you're just curious. Our phone number, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Our next caller is Raymond. Raymond, how are you? Hello? Raymond. Hey, Raymond. Welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zuma Radio. Hi. Uh, I have a uh, Jack Reed original watercolor. Okay. Uh, about 14 by 20. Uh, from uh, approximately 1975. I know that uh, the artist passed away a few years ago. He lived in Mississauga. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, talking. yeah, Jack Reed's like a famous guy. I just don't. He does a lot of, uh, like, landscape art, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Farm yeah. scenes and snow scenes. How big is it again? Uh, uh, the actual painting itself is about 14 by 20, but it's been professionally uh, framed. Okay, you're probably... Paid for money for the framing. Um, probably going to be between five and eight hundred dollars. Oh, okay. And um, it, it does this something on more of a consignment item. If you get someone who's collecting it, uh, we like Canadian art, uh, but art is always either auction or you have to get the right customer or someone who um, is collecting it right at that time. Um, he just passed, and but it's uh, the Canadian market is is strong right now. For Canadian oils and watercolors, I'm going to say that. And very good. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah, and he's got a very well-known artist there, right? So yeah. you know that's something that's going to move no matter what. But if you be patient, like you were saying off the top of the show, you can probably get top dollar for it, as opposed to the need. I need money now, money price versus let's do it right price, right? Yeah. Yeah. Our next caller is Jim. Jim, I'm told, has some gold. He's curious about. Jim, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, I've got uh, three U.S. coins here. Okay. I, I hope they're gold. Uh, two $5 pieces and one, I've never heard of it before, but a $2.5 piece. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, the, one of the $5 pieces is uh, 1908, and the other one is 1911, and the $2.5 one is 1914. Okay. Most of this is by... If, if you could see me on the web streaming, how we, you know, we were, you, people can see us online, eh? You know I'm smiling right now because I'm talking about gold. <laughs> on uh, a double eagle is $20, and a, a double eagle is point nine. I don't want to get too technical here. It's .9675 of an ounce. What you have with two, in a $5 coin is you've got one qu- approximately one quarter of an ounce there, okay. a little less than a quarter of an ounce. The ones, the ones you have there, even though they're old, are still around bull bullion prices. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're going to get approximately, from us, you would get about 95% of the gold value. So it's uh, quickly calculating. If you had a calculator in front of you, you go 1608, which is the price of one ounce of gold, mm-hmm. times .2417, and that'll tell you the price of your two, $5 coin. Mm-hmm. And the half dollar, the two and a half is half the value. Okay. They were all, all of these in the United States in 1933, it was illegal to own these anymore. Oh. Okay, these were all melted down. Um, uh, Mr. Roosevelt said everyone has to, uh, uh, it's illegal for Americans to own gold. You have to trade it into the government, and they Mm -hmm. traded in at $20 an ounce. Mm -hmm. And as soon as everyone did this, the U.S. government raised the price to $35 an ounce. Right after they had the gold. And after they told you, you can't own this, but we're going to do you a favor and give you money for it. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's how that worked. And if you were caught holding out, wasn't it potentially like, 10 years in jail or something like that? I don't know what the fine... It was probably bad, but I'm not sure. And that's a lot of people switched over to silver. You could still own gold jewelry. You just couldn't own the gold bullion. And a lot of this got melted down. And it's supposedly the gold that's in Fort Knox. But no one has seen this gold in 50 years. (laughs) I'm not a conspiracy guy, but no one has seen the gold that's there in 50 years. Mm -hmm. So we're not sure if it's there or not, okay? Okay. But hang on. If you ever want to sell these, I'm always buying American gold because I sell it to the Americans. And um, we will give you top dollar for it. Or, and the other thing is, um, I understand completely if you want to hang on to your gold because gold and silver are real money. How's that? What was the price, by the way? Uh, 1607 times 0.24. 
417. So us that don't have calculators in front of us. Yeah, we all know the answer. Approximately $400 for every $5. Okay, Okay, sorry about that. I'm just, just, (laughs) when you come into our shop, we try and be completely transparent what we're doing. We say, here's what your goal, here's what gold is. Here's how much gold you have. Here's the calculations. We don't, don't throw out a number. And anytime you go into a shop and they don't explain to you exactly how they got to that number when you're selling your gold and silver, I'm telling the listeners to walk out of those shops as fast as possible. Or if they're in a wheelchair, roll out of there as fast as possible. Get out of there. If they can't explain to you how they got to that gold and silver price, beware, okay? And that's what we— next caller is— Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. I'm ranting. It's okay. Go on. No, no, no. Get it out, man. Get it out. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I don't want to say anything to get sued for. No. <laughs> okay. Jan is our next caller. Jan, how are you? I am well, thank you. I have a couple of questions. Um, first of all, where are you located in Toronto? Um, we're called Toronto Gold Silver, but we're in Richmond Hill. Oh, uh, you're in Richmond Hill. But Can you give me an address? 10,000. Yes. 341 Young Street. That's just, okay, uh, 10,000, was it? 10,341 Young. We're just about 75 feet south of the liquor store in Richmond Hill, right on Young Street, north of Major Mac. Just north of Major Mac, okay. Yeah, and there's us and another uh, big box coin shop right next to us. He's on the other side of the wall. If you come up, see, make sure you see both of us. Uh-huh. I guarantee if you're buying, I'll be cheaper and if I'm selling, I'll pay more because I have the unfair advantage over him is that I don't have his overhead. Okay. We're just a small little shop, and we just try and treat people fairly. That's all we do. Perfect. We're a family-owned shop. That's what I want to hear. So it's uh, 10,000-341 Young Street? Yes. No, not dash. And not what, dash. what is the name on the building? Not dash. All, it's all, all together. 10,341 Young Street. There's no dash. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's a five-digit. Yeah. Uh Toronto Gold Silver. And you'll see Bogart and our... our picture right we're on the sign right out front okay and i'm really proud of that i think it's the best looking sign on young street because well, uh, it's got you. our pictures on it <laughs> all right so it's toronto gold silver that's great okay because we will be in toronto in the next few weeks now i have two things here yep one is have you ever heard of the bleeding lip syndrome on a two dollar bill canadian two dollar bill Bleeding lip. I know about the devil's face. The devil's face, I know about, but this looks like it's, it is a genuine uh, bill, and it appears to be um, a print flaw. Okay. Is it, you have it on more than one bill? I do. Okay. What I'm going, I don't know this for a second, but if you call me in next week, I guarantee you have an answer for you. How's that? I'll do that. Either that or I'll just bring it into your shop. Okay. And are you open Sun, uh, your, uh, your hours? Oh, we're open uh, Monday to uh, Saturday, 9 to 6, and if someone has to come in late, they can make appointments. I'm actually, uh, we're, we're customer-friendly. I'll even stay later. But okay, on Sunday... 9 to 6 is just great. Now, the other yeah. thing I have is my, I was going through my father's... Oh, he would like to collect things, and he had has about 20 of these very pristine $1 bills, yep. Canadian, they're Centennial, 1867 to 1967, and they do not have a serial number. Yep. They're a, we buy them for $1.75 and we sell them for $4. Okay. A so lot of people save them. just over a buck. Yeah. Okay, so you're aware of them. Lots in circulation. They, well, because the government didn't have to keep track of them. They just they kept on printing them until they ran out of ink or paper because they were giving them out as $1 bills and people were taking them as money and no serial number on it. Well, guess what? If you're from the government, do you think they made a lot of these? <laughs> hey, Paul, I'm looking for the bleeding lip thing. I can't find any reference to it. I know. I mean, I'm there's gonna... a couple of lip uh, issues where it looks like a shadow, but they're on $100 bills. I've never seen it uh, on the $2 bill. That's news to me. Yeah, I'd love to see that. I want to see what that looks like. Yeah, but I'll have an answer by next week. Are you sure there's not like some blood on the bill? and kind of... No, she's got more than one. Like this week, we also, this is what happened with coins. If there's only one coin that, or one bill that's got a problem, you can't really sell it. But there's a series of this seven or eight of them. Then everyone, big collectors, it's known as a variation, and they all want to collect it. And as soon as more than two people want to buy the one item, that's where you have a lot of fun. So you're looking at potential of a lot of money here. It could be, but you need to have people write about it. They have to know what's out there, and they have to want to collect it. But there's people collect everything, so I'm, I'm confident they say, make money. Yeah? In 1954, they made a $1 bill where the queen kind of looks like she's snarling, and that's a collectible. Yep. 
But the bleeding lip thing, that's news to me. Joe is our next caller. Joe's in London. Joe, how are you and what do you have? I'm fine. No, I'm glad you could take my call. I tried last week and the week before, but yeah, I think you were too busy. Anyway, I've Sorry got a um, two and a half by four feet. It's a cardboard, and it's it's what it says on it is issued by the proprietors of Eno's Fruit Souls uh, on the occasion of the visit of the the King George the Sixth and Queen Elizabeth. Nineteen thirty nine. Nineteen thirty nine. That's right. Yes. Um, that's a big sign. If it's it is a big sign. Two color or multicolor or what's it's it look all like? All colors. Yes. It has an image of the Queen and King, it, King and it, Queen on it. No. What it's got? It's got all of the um, the English monarchy from Alfred the Great right down to King George the Sixth, and it's got all their pictures. Okay. If it was a giveaway. Yep. From, from them, from depending on how many they made. There was a lot of stuff in 1939, because this was a major, major event with the okay. king and queen coming over here. They issued coins. Uh, the coins, unfortunately, they made so many of them, they're worth like $2, $3. They're well struck, but they gave them all to school kids. Uh-huh. Something like this, a royalty collector. I haven't seen this, but if it's that big, it's big graphic, probably three to $400. Yeah, it would right? be much better if it had a picture of the king or queen on it, but I have to see the actual image. If you have a yeah. chance, you can send well, it, it off an image to my store. Yeah, it, it's got all the king. Well, the kings on the every one of them, you know. But the only one there was the Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're all shown. No, I'd like to see this. Send me off an image to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. dot com. I'm writing that down. Well, I want other people to write it down <laughs> too. So I'm going to say it slowly here. Sales <laughs> okay. at Toronto. Gold, silver, all one word. Gold, silver. And that's the actual email address. Yeah. So when you're calling up an email, put okay. that in as the silver. email address. Uh, Toronto, gold, silver. Yeah, and other people can do this. Uh, if I try and get back to the emails. I was sick for a couple uh, for about a week there, but I'm catching up to everything right now. Okay. And with Bogart's help, we're going through a lot of the emails. And I'm going to be maybe down in London. Yes. I think on October 13th, there's a comic book show okay. in London Comic Con at um, at the Western Fairgrounds. Okay. And I grew up in London. I remember, yeah, when the Western Fair came into town, I was one of those guys who had to put up those, they'd hire us cheap labor to put up the, the rides and stuff like that. But of course. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And that was just hard work. They'd pay us nothing, you know. So that'd be on the 13th of uh, October? I think so. William Shatner's coming, uh, Neil Adams, a couple of other artists and stuff like that. Okay. I'm looking, I won't be there on the Sunday, but I'll be there on the Friday and Saturday. I'm looking forward to going down there and having some fun. Uh, London's always been a great town. I like London, and I might be able to do some other business while I'm down there. How's that? I'd like to see the sign. Ron, Ron is our next caller. Ron, how are you? Good, yourself. Not bad. What do you have? I, I was wondering when your stamp guy comes in because, well, I'm going to be 77 in another month or two. Okay. <laughs> He'll be in before then. Stamps oh. when I was a kid and that. So you said you have a stamp guy that comes in? Yeah. And, now, uh, when again, enough, he's got. I've got two collections waiting for him, but they're both small right now. Uh-huh. And I have one person that's brought in who's going to bring in on Monday a suitcase full. Um, oh, <laughs> I mean, it weighs 70 pounds yeah. of stamps. Um, he comes in on a Wednesday. Sometimes we know in advance, but we try and get three or four collections for him. So because he comes in from out of town and not to waste his time, hmm. um, because most stamp collections are not good. Um, if you've got something before the war, that's always a little bit better, World War II. World War One's even better. And it depends if it's an accumulation or as we call a collection. And if you bought stamps that were worth money or did you just take the ones off the envelopes that came from your friends around the world. You know what I mean? So, so if you're stamp people, Wednesday's your day at the shop. And the yeah. shop's at 10,341 Young Street. That's uh, Young Street in Richmond Hill, 10,341. Five digits, 10,341. We'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. 
Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls, just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff at Southworks Antiques in Cambridge. Open every day of the year. You're listening to AM740 and 96.7 FM downtown. Zoomer Radio. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We are live in studio with two experts who deal with people's stuff every day. That's how they found fame and fortune. You know them from Storage Wars Canada and A&E's Northern Treasures. It's Paul Kenny and his son, Bogard Kenny. If you have an item you'd like a free assessment of, you can give us a call, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Our next caller is Doug. Doug has a big die cast collection. Doug, how are you? How are you, sir? Not bad. What do you have? I have over uh, 3,500 toy fire engines. I'm a retired firefighter for 38. <laughs> Can I say wow. holy cow and really mean wow. it here? Wow. Yeah. Wait, is that number right? <laughs> 3,500? Yeah, I have the, the old Dinky toys, the old Corgi, Salido, Conrad, E1. Um, I even uh, have some little plastic. Uh, they're a LaFrance pumper and an aerial truck that was in a cereal boxes when i was a kid uh, i have bowley holy uh, cow okay you have a lot Do yes you, does, so there's not a lot you don't have is what i'm figuring here right okay. well I'm, I'm not into the i have a few of the cast iron stuff but i'm really not into the tin stuff i'm basically into the die cast okay and all uh Say I go into uh, a store and I see, matter of fact, I'm looking at one right in front of me now. It's a 2015 Dodge Ram pickup truck die cast that cost me about $25. Well, I also take pictures of fire trucks, which I have over 60,000 pictures of fire trucks. Oh, my goodness. If so, I have a, a die cast and I stripe it and put the crests on the door and roof lights on it the whole nine yards. Okay, but you're buying one today, so you're not cured yet. You haven't decided to get rid of these, have you? No, I'm 73. My wife keeps telling me to get rid of them. <laughs> I have no idea why. I have no idea. Okay. On something like this, now this is something actually if you decide that you want to start downsizing – this is something that's going to need time because to get someone to take 3500 at one time right. and you can't even donate it because the donation, how much space this takes. This must take up four, several rooms in your house. Well, I have, um, uh, I have two rooms full and they're, you know, I, I bought the uh, bookcases. They're all in, in bookcases. And you sa did you save all the boxes that go in? No. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, I was a fireman. I don't want to start, start my own house off there with a cardboard <laughs> box. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, great. And the pictures, your photos might be worth as much as well. Do you have any of the old, any of the old trade manuals for the fires before 1900? Any of that stuff? Or no? no, I don't have any of that kind of stuff. Okay. No, no everything to do with firefighters always sells. But for a collection this large, it's almost exactly what we talked about at the beginning of the show. You need time. Right. You can't, uh, or we have one massive auction, even something like that, you you can't put that much stuff into one sale because and on by end you'll have buyer fatigue and right. you won't be getting any money for it. Um, it'll be more of a case of when you're culling out part of your collection, if you want to say you reduce it by half. Uh, the photos will take even longer. Yeah, well, um, I'm not really interested in the photos. What I've been doing, if I've been taking pictures since 1968 of different departments, for example, Haldeman out this way, yep. and um, uh, they had a big new fire hall open, and I donated all my, like I say, all my old pictures of all their old fire trucks, which nobody had, and they put them on display in their fire stations, and I've been doing that. That's so cool. That's yeah. So free awesome. of charge, for free of charge yet, too. You well, you'd like, to get a a you'd like to get a donation. You like to get Yeah, that was tax receipts are always good. Yeah. Um, this is where we actually help people getting some of the, even the tax money back on stuff. And even if you're going to donate it, well, we take we'll help people sell donations, and sometimes they want the money. In your case here, it's better you donate the item. They can actually use that item. Um, this is really cool. I'm going to be down in London, and if you hang on and maybe give uh, Nathaniel here, our producer, your number, I, I might be able to call. You're in Hamilton or London? 
No, Hamilton. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I still go to Hamilton every. I go to Hamilton, but I said I was going to be down in London. I thought it was in uh, London. I oh. can come down and see it and get an idea, but it's more of a case you got to decide what you kind of want to do. You have to make your decision, then I can help you. Well, you know, but if you're out buying right now, I don't think you're that close to making well, get rid of it. There, yet. there isn't that many fire trucks out anymore. You know, they're very, very hard to find. You know. I have yeah. a part-time job at Walmart, and I work in the toy department. So as soon as a new fire truck toy comes in, guess where it is? <laughs> I got this feeling. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing this. And if you can give Nathaniel your number, or you can call me at my shop, which is uh, 905-737-4653. I look forward to the call. Thank you. Yeah, well, just one oh, quick yeah. I know you're busy. I had a gentleman come in. His name was Larry Ward, and he was quite a toy collector. And I only had 400 pieces at that time. And he appraises at fifteen thousand dollars. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. But it was only four hundred. Now I don't know. This is what he did, does. He appraises appraises toy collections. So you know now with over over three thousand pieces, you know a yeah. lot. I have uh, you know triplicates or you know. You might have to get it appraised for insurance purposes. Well, oh, I talked mm. to insurance people about it, and they said it's all covered under your. You're basically home insurance. Well, then, but how do they know much to appraise? How much do they know to cover? This is part of it. They yeah. say you lose the collection. They say, well, that's worth uh, uh, 3500 times $3 is uh, $10,000. And you say, uh-oh, you know. Yeah, and it, it doesn't, I mean, some of this stuff you'll just never get your hands on again. So you have to factor yeah. in the time it takes to go and locate and uh, get each and every one of these pieces. So, yeah, insurance is probably not, unless you have a really, really strong insurance team that deals with collectible all the time, that's not going to happen. Yeah. My other fear is that, like, I always talk about this. If I have some uh, obscure collection that I'm obsessed with my whole life, and I know that, like, I'm losing interest or or maybe my kids are going to inherit it and they don't care at all. They're going to dump this yeah. stuff on the market for beer money. That would be upsetting to me. I'd want to get make sure it's it's all assessed and all uh, you know accounted for. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, if it's just your loose collection, either get someone in there to tell you exactly what this thing is worth as a collection or start to sell it or something. Because that's my biggest fear, that I have something you know worth uh, $100,000 and my grandson's like, whatever, sell it because I need to buy a case of Red Bull or something. I yeah. don't know. Do you know what I mean? That's my fear. Uh, our next caller is John. John, how are you? I'm great. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I have a toy okay. horse that I had when I was a kid, and it's one of these, uh, these steel horses that you stand on it, and as you stand on it, it moves, and you go back down, sit down on it, it moves along, and you go up and down, up and down, and it travels. And um, who is it made by? Pardon? Who is it made by? I have no idea. I've looked around, and I can't really see anything. This, uh, un- unfortunately... It's metal, right? Years ago, it went through a fire. Ah. Then I ended up painting it (laughs) for my own kid. All my kids have played with it. All my grandkids have played with it. So they've they've used it up and down the driveway. So. I have the feeling so you're you're great it works like a pedal car almost, yeah. right? The up-down movement propels the thing forward, correct? Yeah, yeah you, step, you step on the stirrups and, and it moves, and, uh, and then you sit back down and it moves forward. And then you stand up on it, and up and down, up and down, and it travels down the driveway. In its present condition, I can, it probably, people who collect this stuff want it in pristine shape in a lot of cases for toys and willing to pay the big money. It's probably worth $50 or $100, but I would say... But the, what you've said about it, and, the, and this is meant to stay in your family, and it's meant for your great-grandkids to use, okay? But make sure they know the story about it. <laughs> no, well, one grandson is interested in it, I think, but I don't know if he's interested in just selling it or, <laughs> or, or actually moving it along the family. Yeah, no. So something what the value might be. If, it, if it's been through a fire, you've repainted it, these are both things are bad. Yeah. Um, and even on this, it might be it might have been worth five seven hundred dollars if it was in real nice shape or, or restored a bit. Yep. Um, but in this condition here, uh, without actually seeing it, I'm just giving you my best guess. Don't put any more big money into it, and yep. I would leave it in the family. Very good. Okay. Are you um, you have a, a shop uh, in in Galt also? Am I right? You no, know, we're in. Um, I'm also in Southworks in um, in uh, not Galt. Cambridge. It, Cambridge. Yes. Yeah. They're both the same to me, I guess. Do you ever man that? No, I'm. That's oh. part. Of, I'm. I, I'm in there once every couple of weeks to pick up a check and deposit some inf, uh, new inventory in there. Oh yeah. But and you're welcome to call me if I'm in the area. I don't mind seeing somebody as long as it's 
Uh, it doesn't take a long time. Mm. Yeah, but I'm out in Cambridge once every two weeks. I'm in Hamilton once a week. I'm in Niagara Falls once every 10 days. I'm in London once uh, once a week. And everything in between. I'm out in Peterborough once a week. So well, I've got a bunch of co- uh, some co- some coin and paper money collection. I didn't know whether I, I'm not interested in going all the way to Toronto. No, no, that's perfect. Then I can understand that. Stay on the line. Sebastian will take your number. I'll give you a call when I'm in the area. And by chance, if you're ready to get rid of it, great. If it's an, if it's another day, I'm in Cambridge once every two weeks. Yep. And some is a bit more, or I'm driving by, okay? Yep. Sebastian, I mean, sorry, Nathaniel, the yes, other Sebastian. Sebastian is Nathaniel Davidson, yeah. Yes, yes. The, the other, other Sebastian. The other Sebastian <laughs> will do it. Thank you very much for the caller, call. Our next caller, just to confuse things further, our next caller's name is also named John. John, how are you? Hey, next John. Yes, I'm here. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. What do you uh, have? I have a 1992 World Series Blue Jays coin. Uh, gold or silver? Uh, silver. Okay, they go for about $45. Uh, they made them up. Environment, I think, made them. They made them for the World Series, the Eastern Championships. They come in a little blue, blue box. They also made gold ones of one ounce. It's approximately one ounce of silver, um, so it's still worth it that way. It's still very collectible, but the Blue Jays back in 1992 and 93 were so well marketed. I think they made 25,000 of these. That's right. Yeah. So um, the, the one that's harder to get is the Eastern Championships or stuff like that. But they're still right. very collectible. People like to get the whole set together. And it's, it's just a nice thing. When, when, when Toronto had a winning team. Yeah. And this year, who's out there is looking forward to the Maple Leafs doing good? I know yeah. I am. Well, the Blue Jays are doing okay. Oh, yeah. Just be optimistic, okay? Okay, okay. Be optimistic. Thank you very so much. So wait, 25,000 of these coins were made. They are solid silver, so yeah. collector and meltdown values puts them together around $45 a piece? Yeah, they sell for 45 We pay about a little over silver. We pay around $26, $27 each on an ongoing okay. basis. If you want to sell uh, it. And Okay. You're listening to Simon Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio. We're in the home stretch. We do have five or six more minutes to take your phone calls. If you have an interesting or rare item lying around the house or that you own, uh, you can give us a call quickly right now at 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Of course, we're on every Sunday from 1 to 2. So if you have an item that you've been seeking or looking to sell an item, you can give Paul Kenny or his son Bogart Kenny a call even during the week. They say call the store and get a second opinion just to make sure you're getting top dollar for your items. Uh, and you can call us during the show on Sundays live 1 to 2, or uh, you can always call long distance to the show as well. I should give that number 416, or rather 1-866-744-740. That's 1-866-744-740. Uh, Paul, tell us a little bit more of where you can find you. Obviously, you have your big store at 10,341 Young Street. You're also at Southworks. Yeah. You also have some other friends around that area. Yeah, I deal with uh, a friend of mine over in Clappison's Corners Antiques, which is now up at, uh, he just moved, and he's confusing a lot of people. He's on uh, 845 Highway 6 North, um, he's, which is Highway 5, and just it's Highway 6 just north of Highway 5. It's, a, it's one of the best antique shops, I think, in Canada. Um, he just got antiques on top of antiques on top of antiques. Well, they're going to break if they're on top no, of each but, other. And actually, of all the antiques he's got, he doesn't have what I need. <laughs> Bogart and I, we're doing a couple of YouTubes. We need some props. I'll either buy them, rent them, or just borrow them and give them back to people. I need, you know one of those old um, uh, mobile phones where they had that nine-pound battery and it was wired You're to the phone? still looking for that? I'm wow. still looking. I thought I had one and then they never showed up. And I also need... Those old Gerald converters, I need one where you press the button and was wired to your TV. Or I need a TV with a wired remote. That's Not- a whole menu. You just asked for like half a store. No, this is 1970. Just get some wire and screw it to the bottom of a remote, man. You know, you can make the look no, happen. Yeah, no one's going to call you TV, out. Wait right? a minute. Yeah, no one's going to know. Yeah. I'm authentic. <laughs> now you need a prop maker is what you need. Uh, need our next caller maker. is Kathy. <laughs> Kathy, how are you? Hi. Um... I just wanted to know if my letter, I had written Farley Mowat a letter years ago um, when I read one of his books, and he wrote me a letter back, just a small letter, thanking me for my letter. I just wonder if it's worth money since he's passed away. 
Yeah, uh, Farley Mo, it's yes. probably uh, on a letter. A signature by itself is probably $30, $40 or on a signed book. But on a letter, I would say that would be $75 to $100. He's part of Canadiana. And a lot of people out there collecting. And I would, if I had it, that's what I'd be selling it for. It might, some might be, might be selling it on eBay for $20 or 30 But I actually kind of like what he did. And uh, I think it would be, I would hold out for the bigger money on that. Okay? Yeah, if I you were selling it. Selling it. I just wanted to know how much it was worth. Yeah, no, but he, he probably, he sounds like, I think he was a nice guy who wasn't one of these hard autographs to get. And he actually did respond. To, the idea that he responded to you in the letter, thank you for the letter. Right. That'll go against the price being any higher. Okay? Okay, thanks. No problem. Yeah. Our next caller is Colleen. Colleen, how are you? Welcome to Consignment Heroes. Fine, thank you. Uh, my sister uh, just recently died, and she left a little Sorry. heap of it to my daughter. Okay. And it's over 100 years old. It was bought in 1903. Okay. In Ireland. Okay. And it's like a, a it's just a small heap of it. It's like an apple with a smiling face on it. It's, it's not bleak. There's not bleak. One. No, no, oh, it's not okay. bleak. It has no marks on it at all. Probably it's going to be like a ten, twenty dollar teapot, just because it's old. Because people are collecting. Unless it had, uh, I mean, people collect the Irish stuff. Is the the bleak right. is you know the old black mark or brown mark bleak. Right. Um, and you've got um, uh, English stuff. It's mainly by the name. This is why I try and tell people. Uh, they have, just because something's old, they have older Limoges, China. Right, right, and, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying, uh, it has to be someone's going to like it, want it again. And they're not going to be paying $150 for something in another teapot. It's no, almost as I nice. I just wanted to know if it was worth anything. That's all. Yeah. But I do yeah. have a little, also, uh, at the same time, a little bleak mug. Uh, depends on the mark. one. Yep, they're worth about uh, $65. Just sold a couple of them. Right. And if it's a black mark, if it's an old bleak mug, about $65, $75. Okay? All right. That's not bad. Um, we got to wrap things up. Uh, of course, the show continues. You can go to their store. Uh, this is uh, Paul Kenny and his son, Bogart Kenny's store. It's at 10,341 Young Street. You guys also are on YouTube. You have your own YouTube channel. And if you're curious to see some of the items that we talk about up close and personal with an explanation of them, sometimes it's rare gold and silver pieces, sports collectibles, all these sorts of things. You guys do short videos on YouTube where people can actually see these rare items up close. So you Go to YouTube and you type into the search line for what it's worth, for what it's worth. That's actually the name of their YouTube channel. And I think they have something like 20, 30, 40 videos of rare items that they've already documented. But you can subscribe to the channel, click around, have some fun. Subscribe that, for free. Thank our, subscribe for free. You're yes. not charging them? Special what? thanks to Nathaniel Davidson, who is in for Sebastian Hearn this week. Any final thoughts, guys? Yeah. I have to talk about my friend, Mississauga Carton, who saved me. Three hundred dollars this week on boxes. He's got twenty thousand square feet of boxes, packing supplies, and I want people to actually go out there and phone this guy. He's at twenty three sixty four Haynes Road. He's my buddy, and he'll give you good deals. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.